Show and joining us for the first time this year, it's cricket.com's Adam Burnett. Adam, good morning, happy new year, and welcome back for 2023. Thank you very much, happy new year to you guys too, and to everybody listening. We uh, haven't spoken to you for a while now, Uh, a lot Mm. has happened since we last chatted. We've had series against South Africa. Uh, one mm-hmm. 2 nil by Australia. I think if it hadn't been rain round in Sydney, it would have been 3 nil. They were incredibly disappointing, Adam. Were you surprised with the lack of fight that the South Africans showed? I was. I mean, we went into the series with some question marks over their batting. Obviously, some discussion about that, so perhaps that wasn't as surprising. But, I mean, the, Taz- uh, the South African teams we've seen for, what, 30 years now or so have always... Uh, much like Australia, I guess, or what Australia pride themselves on. They've been fighters. Um, there was a lack of that, I think, uh, perhaps most notable in... I thought Kogiso Rabada started the series very strongly in Brisbane, but then really faded away, and, and that was almost um, paralleled by the team itself. And, yeah, just a really disappointing series from, from a team who a lot more from. Yeah, definitely, and... I guess on the other side of the coin, the Australians were, were fantastic, it must be said. The, mm. the top five batters all solidified with big scores and, you know, Pat Cummings' line with the ball contributing, it probably puts us in a really strong position going into India, as strong as we could be, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Well, there's a lot of positives to take from the series. The other one, um, Alex Carey, obviously, making breaking through with that maiden 100 in, in Melbourne. So, yeah, look, they're, they're um, as well-placed as they can be, like you say, and We'll get a squad announcement today, and they're always exciting, always interesting. It, it's a big year of test cricket for the Aussies, obviously, and, and then the Ashes beyond that. So um, I think Pat Cummins and, and Andrew McDonald are looking at this as a bit of a, a benchmark year. This is where they test themselves and, and see where they really are in the in the standings. Adam, we had Crash Craddock on the show on Monday, and we, we made mention mm-hmm. about Cameron Green. He's become a really difficult cricketer to replace. Now, we haven't yeah. got a test century from him yet. We've had some very good 50s and the one fifer, But he mm-hmm. really has made that number six spot his own now because he's a, we know the potential that he has. But very rarely can you have a top-order bat like way and be able to hit speeds of 140 k's an hour. Mm-hmm. So he really has made that spot his own. He has, for sure. I think um, you, you mentioned he hasn't, we haven't had the century yet, but... I think everyone knows that it'll come. It's only a matter of time. Uh, and I like the fact that it, it's, uh, yes, that's his position and, and that will give him confidence in turn. I think we'll see the runs come. He, he scored a good 70-odd um, in the first test in Pakistan last year. We know he can play. We know he can play in all the conditions. And, yeah, when he was out, I think in Sydney we thought, oh, gosh, hang on, what's our... How do we... How do we make this side up now? Because we have become very reliant very very quickly on a, a top-class all-rounder. And it probably didn't quite work in Sydney. I, I didn't think Ashton Agar bowled particularly well. Um, and, and that sort of skewed the um, skewed the attack. It, it pan out exactly how the Aussies would have hoped. I think um, a third seamer would have been very handy there in Sydney. Yeah, and team balance is a good term when we look to India. And obviously, mm-hmm. there's always conversation around a second spinner, which will likely play in, in all the tests. But 
Aside from that, do you see any need to, to tinker with the team balance, the batting lineup around for those that uh, left right combinations or those that are better with spin? Mm. Or do you think better to leave largely the same as we go to a very different uh, yeah. scenario? I, I think uh, so long as we can get Green fit for the first test, which it sounds like will be touch and go, I think they'll be pretty keen to stick to the same top seven. Um, Warner and Kawaja both scored hundreds in, in those last two tests. So they're, they're both, um, I guess, uh, cemented themselves despite their advancing years. Yeah. They've cemented themselves for another tour. And, and the, the rest really pick themselves at the moment, don't they? Um, Labashane, Smith, Head had another great summer. It'll be a huge, huge challenge for Head in India. Um, he, he did struggle in Sri Lanka and where conditions are probably most similar to India. So, but... I think he just needs to back himself in terms of playing that attacking game and that will probably be his best way going forward on the day. And then um, with the bowlers, no Stark's a big loss for the opening test, so it'll be interesting to see what they what they do go with. But, yeah, I do think it'll be two spinners, Cummins, and then look, possibly Hazelwood, possibly Bowen. I'm not sure Lance Morris will make the plane. Uh, we'll tell her they're going to pick the squad today, so we uh, we don't have to wait long. Adam, what are your thoughts about the Aussies' preparation going to India? There'll be no lead-in games at all. They'll mm. be getting together and having, uh, uh, like, I, I suppose a, a pre, pre-tournament pre uh, camp. Do you mm. think they should be going, heading mm. there now, or do you think they should be going back and playing some Big Bash cricket to, uh, to, to showcase that event before they, they get together and go to India? What would be your preference? Look, I think ideally if they want to um, perform to their absolute peak over there, and I heard Alan Border talking about this the other day, and, I mean, who better to listen to um, scratching his head at the idea of, of no lead-ins um, because you hop off a plane and, and you're into a test match against one of the best teams in the world in their own backyard in conditions that are very foreign to you. It doesn't make a lot of sense, but um, none of it makes a lot of sense these days, does it? I think... It's so jammed. Um, so much is driven by financial incentives. So we've got um, the big bash has been struggling. We're desperate to get Australian players into that tournament. Uh, and then all of a sudden that tournament's over and nine or ten days later we've got a test match in India. So please. And um, at the moment I think uh, it's, it's just the nature of the beast. These lead-in matches are getting fewer and fewer. Yeah, definitely. It's just the nature of the modern game, isn't it? But time will tell. Uh, just back to the team briefly, the over there. Spinner's probably the last uh, discussion point there. And mm-hmm. Lyons, obviously, a lot. Maybe three other spinners making the plane in, in uh, you know, Swepson, uh, young Todd Murphy, and then Agar, and even maybe a Bolter and Zampa who, who played a shield game before before uh, the Big Bash kicked off. Mm-hmm. Who do you think is the second spinner? Agar, obviously, not a great um, dress rehearsal in Sydney. Uh, Swepson with some experience, but probably Murphy with the best form. It, it's a mm. tough one. It is. It is. I think you summed it all up pretty well there. I, I think Swepson would have preferred, would have liked to have been bowling a little bit better this summer, um, just to, because he, he. I felt as though he was coming good in Sri Lanka, um, and as you say, I think the experience huge help to him. Uh, there seems to be a sentiment that Australia's best two spinners at the moment, certainly from the selectors' opinion, are Lyon and Todd Murphy, both off-spinners, both very similar. Uh, I've heard Murphy say a few things that, in the way that he change-ups. I think it's probably the young youngster separating himself from Lyon, yeah. which is fair enough. 
Um, so look, perhaps they'll they'll throw a bolter in there and, and give give the kid a go in in pretty difficult circumstances. But um, then again, Agar's the incumbent. Swepson's played over there. It's a really tricky one, guys. I, I'm going to have to sit on the fence there. I really don't know which way they're going to go. Saw so, uh, Ravi Shastri said, if you're going to pick spinners, the one you want is the one who is the most accurate because mm. the pitching conditions will take care of it. So if you can bowl the ball and they want to, you mm. don't have to worry about your, your variations or your dip or your ability to have uh, mystery balls. He said, you, yeah. you don't want to overthink this. Mm. So uh, play the conditions. Like we see touring teams low up in Perth and they, they all love the bounce so they bowl too short, whereas the Aussies bowl the full where else. This is what we've got to do. This is what... Uh, overseas knowledge allows you let the pitch do That's the work. Right. Exactly, and I think um, I think we've discussed this previously as well. That, that um, you know the big turning spinners over there aren't necessarily the guys who take the wickets. It's it's the one. It's often the ball that goes straight on. It's all just that tiny bit of movement, like you know, like a seam seam bowler, like a just that bit of seam movement to get an edge. It's the same with spin over there, like and, Anil Kumbla, you know, like exactly, exactly. And, and I, I would have been too. a big hit then uh, yeah, as an offie <laughs> Adam over in India because uh, the uh, ball, <laughs> all of my ball that went straight on. There was more more of a slider than a, than a spinner. Now, just before we let you go, just the I suppose the controversial one from the the summer of cricket happened just the other day, and David Warner a player of the series against South Africa. It was a brilliant <laughs> innings in Melbourne. It certainly was, but four times at bat, one score of 200, then a duck, a 10 and a three. It's hardly, uh, yeah, you, you've dominated the series. Mm, it, it, he was player of the match, of course, but player of the series. I mean, it was, a yeah, one of the odder calls I've seen. In, um, <laughs> I didn't know where you were going there with controversies because we've had a few with um, catches off the ground. We've oh, had yes. Uh, boundary catch, uh, Adam Zampa's man-cutting. We've had plenty since I, I last spoke to you guys. But, um, no, that, that Warner call was maybe, maybe the most surprising of the summer. And I think if they had their time, the committee might have thought a little harder about that because there was probably, what, three candidates in front of, in front of Warner? Absolutely. Now, you just spoke of the man-cad. It seems to have divided the cricket world. It's even mm. divided the man-cad family. It seems as though half the family want the name removed as far as uh, cricket laws are concerned. And, and others are saying, no, no, it's, it's... I think it was his grandson. They're saying, no, no, it shows what a great competitor he is. <laughs> we want it to stay. So uh, uh, it oh, seems wow. as though they're fractured on it as well. Maybe family divided. They pick up a royalty every time someone tries it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, now you're thinking they're wills of Mark. Good on you, Adam. Great to have you back for 2023. You're going to be spending a lot of time with us because we are going to have cricket just about the whole way through the year. There'll be no let-up for the Aussies at all. It's going to be fantastic. Um, yeah, like I said, we've got two two of the marquee, as they say these days, two of the marquee test series. And, um, yeah, we'll, we'll find out just how good these Aussies are. Good on you, Adam. Thanks for that. Cheers, Chat guys. next week, mate. There he is, Adam Burnett.